everybody, this is John Miller, and on this first episode of the AC Sports Report, we have the athletic director from Concordia Prep, Freddie Newman herself. This is the AC Sports Report. I'm your host, John Miller. If you're new, I'd like to welcome you and tell you a little bit about me and the show. I'm a parent, photographer, and podcaster. The show will be full of information about prep sports in the DMV. Join me as I meet the folks that keep our kids playing. My mother, my whole life, uh, for the most part, was a basketball referee. She was a coach. She was a referee. Uh, she was a little bit of a pioneer. She's actually the first woman to do D.C. Boys Public High School, uh, ref public high school basketball for D.C. Boys. Um, and so... Not unlike my children now, I pretty much grew up in a, in a basketball gym. Um, you know, she would still refing when we were babies and kids, so we would constantly be shuttled back and forth to, to gyms and held by random players and while she refed. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of I, I, where it started. Um, I always was like, oh, this is something I want to be a part of, want to do. Um, I like remember the day that I made my first basket, like on a 10 foot hoop, um, like precisely. And, and, and pretty much from there, I, I, that kind of cemented sports in my life. Um, I think it was always a very uh, good equalizer for me, like kind of growing up and maybe trying to find my place in the world. And, and sports was always a place you didn't really have to stress about that. It was very much, you know, performance-based and didn't matter who you were and what was going on with you that day. And uh, I always liked that. It was it was kind of didn't have to think too much. And um, as I grew, it just be something I became obsessed with, um, I, especially I grew up in the days of not internet and not social media. So you had to like really like I would have the sports page every day. Um, there was a time in my high school career where I could pretty much tell you like stat breakdowns of almost every sport of kids in the DMV. Um, if you know anything about basketball in the DMV, especially on the girl side, but on both sides, I mean, it's one of the hotbeds I would think of basketball in the nation. And um, you know, you're, you're growing up and you're literally playing against future division one and WNBA stars that are on your team. Like, and those were just kids you played against and played with and uh, just following them and just seeing how great they were. And, and, you know, um, my mom likes to think I was really good. I was, I was all right, but, but uh, uh, you know, I was good enough to play division three ball. And, and um, I always knew growing up that I wanted to play in college. Um, I actually chose my college based off my ability to be able to play there. So, so um, we're, we're going to get to college, but let's let's go back a little. So you before high school, okay, so did you play like AAU or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, very, or? very briefly. Like when I was growing up, AAU was not what it is today. Um, so I had like a couple brief stints on some rec programs around me, a very brief, like, you know, I think it was Beltway Lady, Lady Cougars at the time. Um, I'm not even sure if they exist anymore. Uh, but yeah, AAU was just not that big of a thing. It was more about playing in your neighborhood, playing at the park, playing at the rec. Um, it actually, I don't believe I even played organized basketball until I was probably in like sixth grade. So your mom wasn't dragging um, you from AAU no, tried to no, AAU tried, actually, like, I, you gotta play, yeah, Freddie, yeah. you gotta play. No, that really wasn't a thing. Um, and honestly, I, as as I've gone up in coaching and stuff like that, I, I, I appreciate that more. I felt like I learn those games more. Um, I felt like it made you a little tougher, not as robotic, I think. Um, made you, you know, made you meet people. It was, it was, a, it was just a different, different vibe. And, it, and honestly, it was, it was more fun. Mm -hmm. Sports were more fun for longer. Um, it wasn't the, 
grind of practice every day and, and this, that, and the other. And the other thing is we, we did almost every single sport. Right. Right? Our parents were really big on us trying a lot of different things. So we were on the swim team in the summer. We played soccer. We went to sports games. We tried pretty much everything until we started to settle in on, on what we like. Um, there's three of us, so... My sister became really into track. She, oh. she, she ended up going to Goucher as well and, and being a, a pretty good sprinter there, hitting some, some track records and stuff. My brother um, got really into swimming and cross country. Um, he actually ended up getting an Army ROTC scholarship nice. to Hampton University, where our dad graduated from. Um, he's in the Army now. He does computer science. Excellent. Um, and he can, he's probably the most fit out of all of us. So, so Freddie, you went to Bishop Ireton. Was that a choice? Was that uh, your mom said go there? Did you want to go somewhere else? Um, yeah, so... Uh, we, at the time, so we lived in Maryland. Um, both my parents were government workers. My dad worked in D.C. My mom worked in uh, Bailey's Crossroad, Northern Virginia. So it was a, just a natural progression. We ended up going to middle school at a Catholic school in Northern Virginia. Uh, and so, of course, around that time, you know, you, you start applying to the different Catholic schools. And there was the big, big ones in our area were uh, Paul VI, pretty far, Bishop O'Connell, a little bit further, and Bishop Ireton. Um, at the time, most of my classmates, and including myself, wanted to go to Bishop O'Connell. Uh, at the time, they were a lot bigger. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a different high school experience, I thought. Uh, I think my parents pushed Bishop Ireton just because it was a lot closer and, and you know, a little bit smaller, made, made sense. So that's where I ended up. My sister ended up there. Um, by the time my brother went to high school, he my mom actually was retired, so he went to St. Vincent Pilate, actually, for high school. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's... It, I, I don't... I would never say that I chose Bishop Ireton, mm -hmm. but... Uh, it, it was it was a good experience, you know. It was different. Um, and you were a three three sport player there. Uh, I was actually a two sport. I, I like tried soccer. They were really good. I just like was not as confident with my soccer. I played like rec soccer and high school soccer was like a different vibe. So right. I ended up playing basketball and and then first two years softball, lacrosse. The last two years there, I really fell in love with lacrosse. Oh, okay. Honestly, shaped my view into lacrosse moving forward. So when, when we get to where you are currently, we're going to talk a little bit more about lacrosse. So hold that <laughs> thought. So you went to college. I did. And you left the D.C. area. I did. Was it was it traumatic? Whole, whole whopping 45 minutes up 95. <laughs> you wanted to get away from home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, as most people, probably when I was in high school, I was I was ready to fly the coop. Like, I think if I could have moved out at 14, I probably would have. Um, but uh, I thought I was, like, going to go, you know, to California, get out of here. Um, obviously, my my parents were like, that's not happening. And with good reason. I think, you know, I'm, I'm very glad that I was a little bit closer than I was. Um, I think you have this vision when you're you're in high school that your parents, if you're close, they're going to come up every single day. And they're like, we're not thinking about you. Exactly. I have someone uh, <laughs> going into his 12th grade and uh, we're doing some tours. Yeah. Like, can we go visit the University of Hawaii? No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that that was cut short pretty quick. Um, but like I said, I, I, I knew I wanted to play sports in college. That was kind of my big dream. Um and you and know, you accomplished it. I did. I did. Um, I, I, f I really was focused on that. And, and by the time I was, you know, a junior, senior, kind of the realistic picture started to shape up in terms of where I was going to be able to, the kind of places I was going to be able to do that at. Um, and I did my own kind of like research, my own recruiting, figured myself out, started doing a couple showcases, um, really kind of got the eye of the Goucher coaches. And once I went to campus, I really did like the campus a lot. Um, it's, if you've never been there, it's, it's a beautiful kind of tucked away campus. You wouldn't believe it's literally right next to Towson mall. I mean, it is a beautiful, beautiful campus. campus. And, um, honestly, like I tell people all the time, like I, I loved, I loved my time there. It, it was, it was definitely a, 
it was weird, a, a lot of weird things there, but but at the end of the day, I think it, it really helped shape me as a person and, and um, lifelong friends. My best friends to this day are from our teammates from Goucher. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so I did love it. You know, Goucher is a, a relatively uh, innovative college in and of itself, you know, uh, from time period, you know, kind of started as a women's college. It was all women, um, you know, evolved, I think, a lot into really being um, – you know, just a place where like a lot of different type of people can come. I I, I like that their emphasis is uh, on a on a global worldview. They they were one of those places that started kind of having programs like peace studies. Um, they were the first kind of like required international studies program. I, I did, yeah. Um, so you know, I, I I think that they have a very they do a very good job of exposing people to uh, different worldviews and also making people that maybe come from Especially, you know, when I was coming from a small Catholic school in Northern Virginia 15 years ago, a little bit different kind of worldview coming into a place where I'm meeting people from all different walks of life and, and they're doing a really good job of just being like, hey, you guys all ended up in this weird little place, like be friends and right, learn from right. each other and stuff like that. So so you went on to graduate school. I don't want to go too deep yeah. into your personal life. You went on to graduate school and you have a pro professional career, a degree, that yep. you could, but you decided athletic director for high school was your passion. And that's, that's big deal. Um, uh, you could choose to do anything you want right now, obviously with your graduate school, your credentials and you, but you are choosing to do athletic directing, working with youth sports yeah. every day. Yeah. I that, know. That's following a passion. <laughs> that's a big uh, deal. That's very cool. Yeah. I, my, my wallet thinks that sometimes as well. Um, well, there's that, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, uh, like I said, I, I've always known, I've always had in my brain, that I was going to somehow work in sports. And I think one of the cool things about my age is I honestly really did not know that that was a viable career when I was in high school. Right. Like I, I did not know I could work in sports or, or how without being a professional athlete or an agent um, or a broadcaster or something like that. And obviously not seeing many people that looked like myself in those positions at that time, um, you know, it was a little tricky. Um I've been very blessed, I think, throughout my career, high school career. I had a female athletic director my first year there who, who was pretty uh -huh. influential. Had a great athletic director at um, Goucher. Um, and when I started coaching, I actually had the privilege of working with uh, two female athletic directors. Um, and they kind of put it back in my head, like, oh, this is something that you can do to stay working in sports. This right. is what the job looks like, and, and this is a viable career. Um, so, you know, it took me still a little bit kind of ways, I think, you know, kind of overcoming some of those like biases that you might have. But, uh, once I, once I've realized that that was something I could do and wanted to do and enjoyed doing, you know, it was, it was pretty much, I fast tracked myself to get to that, um, to get to that spot. So can we talk about your current athletic job? Absolutely. And the, just prior to, you were, used to be at IND. Yeah, I was at the Institute of Notre Dame, um, RIP. It, it confused <laughs> me for a long time because there's two Notre Dames sure. in the Baltimore area. Sure, sure, sure. There's one down in the city and there's one more suburban in the county. Correct. Which one were you at? So I was at the one in the city. And that um, one closed. That one just closed, uh, about two, two years, coming on two years ago now, or I guess a year ago now. Got it. Um, so yeah, that was honestly like a, it was my first full-time AD job where I was the AD. Um, and, you know, they, they took a chance on someone who had experience, but wasn't, you know, didn't have the, the title at that time. Got it. Um, and it was great. Um, it was all girls high school, smaller side, um, very traditional, been around since 1847. Oh my goodness. Um, and I mean, it was just 
one of those places you kind of walk in and, and like, oh, I can see myself being here for right. a while. Um, the girls were amazing. The, the faculty and staff were amazing. Um, super ambitious, super... Um, I, I, it's hard to describe. I've worked with a lot of different types of high school kids, and, and this particular group of kids, it just seemed like it just attracted this the same kind of kid that had a clear head right. on her shoulders, ambitious, knew what she wanted to do, worked hard, um, and they were just generally good kids. And it was honestly, it was it was awesome working with them and trying to get them to apply the same mentality to athletics as right. they were applying to the other stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, it was definitely a bummer that it closed. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that IND served a very uh, necessary purpose for the city, and I'm, I was really sorry to see it go. Um, so I'm hopeful that you know some of these other schools will kind of take up that mantle, and, and those those types of kids will find find their place. You know. Now you're at Concordia <laughs> Prep. So how long? It's two years now. Uh, yeah, this is going into year two. Um, I, how, how was it starting a job <laughs> when during a pandemic? Oh man, that was insane. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Uh, no, it, it it was crazy, but. To be fair, it was crazy for everybody, so I didn't feel like it was. Uh, yes, it was new and it was added added craziness, but but everybody was going through the same thing. I mm -hmm, mean, mm -hmm. this time last year, we didn't even know if we were going to have sports, and so coming into year two and and knowing the school a lot better, but also knowing that we're having a season, we're doing this, we have all these things in place. It's just uh, it's it's a, it's a lot better. I'm I'm kind of treating this as my first year because it's my first normal year. Uh, but yeah, this will be year two for me. So, so one of the things yeah. you said earlier was that you didn't realize that there was this opportunity to stay in the sports space, so to speak, but not necessarily be an athlete. You didn't understand or you didn't weren't aware of this position of an athletic director. If there was a student out there that someone who was in sports that maybe, you know what, maybe I don't want to be an athlete. Maybe I do, but I don't have the, you know, the skill set, but I'd like the sports space. What, what would you, what does an athletic director do? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think that the number one thing is you are a, a jack of all trades. Um, you, you have to be, you know, kind of organized. You got to be a people person. You have to be a manager. You know, there's a lot of things that go into, the job that are, I would say, multifaceted skill sets. Um, why I like this position the most is that uh, I, I, I love working with kids and I love giving kids that same joy that I got from athletics or letting them help find their way. So Concordia Prep is in the MIAA for boys. Correct. And the IAAM for girls. Correct. Now, did they do that intentionally to make it a mouthful for us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, historically, and, and you know, somebody out there in, in cyberspace is going to knock me for maybe getting the dates wrong. I believe the MIAA came about in the mid-90s, around 94, 5, 6, around there, and the IAM shortly after. Um, but, you know, in the Baltimore scene, there's just so many single-sex schools. Um, oh. And so at the time, it made more sense, I think, to have separate conferences uh, because we do have all boys schools, right. our girls schools, so on and so forth. Um, and so I think that as the area private schools grew and, and, and teams joined and things like that, it, it's about half. I think both conferences are about split right. between single sex and co-ed schools, um, but they still must, you know, it now, still now makes you, sense. That you have me wrecking my brain. Are there any other co-ed schools? There are. There's several. There's about 16 in both conferences. Oh. Yeah. So, and and keep in mind, well, I would say between 14 and 16. Uh, keep in mind, both conferences have 30 schools in them. Got 30 it. to 31. schools. So there has to be a certain amount so, of single sex, and then there's a. Yeah, I think it basically started with the single sex Got schools, it. and and you know a lot of them kind of coming out of the old BCL and 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 kind of forming you know their their own league. Um, but the the there was also at the time these independent schools. So you know you have 
Calvert Hall, single sex Catholic boys school, but you also have Gilman, independent Catholic, right? So we have to find a way to kind of join these like schools that maybe not are religious affiliated. Got it. Um, and we go independent and, and then it grows from there. But I think that I, I truly believe that both conferences are, are two of the two of the preeminent conferences for, for both in, in the country. Um, we do a really great job of managing 30 vastly different schools across the board, um, making it competitive, uh, making, making, you know, the different levels match up and things like that. Um, so they're both great to work for. Um, and they're both great to be a part of. I think it helps our kids a lot being a part of these conferences. So we're getting ready for the fall season. We are. Concordia prep has so in football, the, we, yeah. soccer. Yeah. Uh, give me some more fall we got sports. Volleyball. Vo- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I won't tell Maggie. Don't worry. <laughs> we got volleyball. Um, so we in the fall we do uh, football, soccer, volleyball, cross country, cross country, um, and that's our upper school fall sports that that we offer. Um, so you know we are on the smaller side; we're about 250 or so in the upper school. Um, so you know, was some other schools might have a few more sports here and there. So hold on, volleyball. We have a new coach. We do. Concordia Prep. We do. Her name is refresh my memory. Uh, Samantha Prescott. Excellent. Uh, Morgan State grad. Oh, so she's hello. a local. Hello. Um, we have a new girls soccer coach also as well, uh, Haley Brock, who's a University of Maryland grad excellent um so we both you know we have two coaches with college experience um our football coach is newer in the last two years former college coach joseph Vitaglia, and then our boys soccer coach um is coach netto who has been around for a long time and is huge in, in club soccer and has actually built that program up from you know a c team to an a conference team this will be our first year in the a and we're very excited about it it's going to be very competitive um but it's just bringing our soccer program to new heights. So That's we're excited. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's not going to be exciting when I'm doing three three soccer games a week, but... Um, Keeping score, yeah, yeah. <laughs> organizing the refs, all those good yelling things. at the parents. Oh, of course. Never, <laughs> never. My parents are great. <laughs> so, so two things, two things. But I, I thank you for your time. Um, my question tends to end with, if you had advice for a student who either wanted to play high school or wanted to be in the sports space right now. Some maybe somebody at Concordia Prep that is like, you know what, I like sports. I want to be sports, but those summertime workouts just aren't me. Is it, it? Would you? Because I would say you've been through those and you're doing something in the sports space. Would you have advice for that kid? What do you? What would you recommend that kid do? Yeah, I think that something that always. I, I enjoyed about high school is high school is one of the last times you will get to free freely experience many different things. Um, and yes, yeah, some high schools, it is difficult to be in their sports programs. They have a lot of kids. They're very, very competitive. Um, expand your horizons. Think of ways you can be involved. And that was something that was big for me. A lot of schools now in the technological age are looking at things like broadcasting, like podcasts, like live streaming. If that's something you're interested in, get involved that way. Um, graphic design is the new arms race. You know, we as I'm, you know, people that know Photoshop, people that like being on the computer. So there, there's many different ways you can still be involved in sports. Um, and frankly, as a kid in a high school, it, it means more to you than it does even to me. I mean, I love it, but I've already had my high school days. You know, soon I'll be watching my kids play. Um, I think that don't be afraid to find your niche, whether it's a manager, whether it's a four-year kid that never plays, or, or whether you're the star of the show. I think that there's there's value in all of it. Um, and like I said, I just think sports, like many other activities, dance, arts, anything, I just love what it teaches you in the long run, the, the resiliency, the teamwork, all those kinds of things. And I do think you can get them from other places. I just think sports is 
one of the best ways. Me personally think one of the best ways to get them. But yeah, my advice to anybody is just find your niche and join up. Do not be afraid to join something. Do not cut yourself out of something before you even really give it a fair shot. So last question, Freddie. So do you have any advice for parents out there with kids that maybe need encouragement, maybe they're not sure how much, how little, how far do you push? Any advice for those parents? Yeah, um, I think that the sports landscape has changed, as we mentioned earlier, so much. Um, but I think the core job of a parent is, uh, you know, support and encourage without being overbearing, <laughs> which can be very difficult. Um, maybe I've just learned that, you know, having one and a half kids myself now uh, and, and and kind of how my, my brain has changed even in the last year. Uh, but I think from being in the high school world for so long, um, as parents, we get a lot of pride and a lot of joy from when our kids accomplish things. That's that's sure. Um, but it is it's not our life; it's our kids' lives. Um, we have to give them the space to grow and learn on their own. Um, and yes, you want to support them and do everything for them. Uh, but unfortunately, that's that's not how life works. So my advice to all parents is to enjoy being a parent, enjoy being a fan. Give your kid a, the space to grow and learn and, and just like you had and um, support them, cheer for them. Uh, but, you know, don't don't make it so that you burn them out or, or it gets too crazy or that it's more enjoyable for you than it is for them, because that's when we see kids quit. They don't like it or whatever. And um, I can't tell you the number of kids we see that, you know, deep, deep, deep down, they don't really enjoy doing the sport the way that the parents do. Um, and, and that's how you get kids that quote unquote, do not achieve what you think that they should, would, could, uh, you know, with everything you gave them. So my biggest piece of advice, enjoy. There's nothing greater than watching your kid have fun and enjoy something and, and make sure that you're not something that they don't enjoy uh, as, as you're part of the process. So Freddie, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate you spending this time. If people want to learn more about your school, about Concordia Prep, is there a website they can go to? Or? Absolutely. So um, yeah, so to find out more about Concordia Prep, you can go to uh, www.concordiaprepschool.org. Uh, we are all over social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, for our athletic department, as well as many of our teams as well. Uh, we plan on exciting new content this year and all, and all sorts of stuff, so we'd love to see you follow us. Um, and, you know, if you're looking for a great middle school slash high school for your kid, please come and check us out. Music.